You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from your story travel company, Margie and Sarah. We hope that you're staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 620, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com and click on the Agents tab and then look for one of us. Vicki, Margie, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, will get you a free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip, so just contact us today. So there has been lots of news, but there's lots of news again this week, and some is good, some is bad. Some, I think it just depends on our opinions. Um, But as always, we're just trying to keep you up to date. So we apologize if it's sad news or something that is not going to make you happy because I know there was a couple of things I wasn't too thrilled about. Um, This one made me sad, um, but it was quickly fixed. So on Friday night, a service vehicle, it was still light. So it probably was like five o'clock, I guess, um, attempted to go under the monorail track, but they didn't realize that their equipment had something sticking up that wasn't going to clear the monorail Um, track and it was right by the contemporary and the magic kingdom bus loop so when it went under i guess they could hear that it wasn't gonna work they didn't actually get stuck but they stopped there because they realized they were doing something and um they weren't sure of the extensiveness of the accident itself so they like closed down that area but the thing that i thought was funny i watched a vlogger and i read an article on this is that they started telling the contemporary people that they needed to ride a bus everywhere. Oh, bummer. And um, just because they were doing some maintenance. Okay, it happened right out in front of the contemporary, between the contemporary and the um, drop-off for the Magic Kingdom buses. So... It closed the walkway too, right? Yes. That's why they had to take buses. Right. So they were going to pass it on the way and notice that it probably wasn't just some maintenance stuff since you could tell something was bent. I just thought it was interesting because both the vlog that I watched and the video or and the article that I read both said, stated that. They're like, we thought it was interesting that they told the guests you need to take a bus because there's some, um, like or just a minor thing we need to take care of. Well, they weren't even sure they're gonna be op- able to reopen it the next day, but luckily it wasn't too bad, I guess, because it was up and running on Saturday morning. I wonder if they compensated those gate, those guests in any sort of way. I mean, I feel like the advantage of staying at the Contemporary is you can walk to Magic Kingdom and you can get on the monorail. And when you take both of those things away, even if it's just for a day like that, would kind of throw a little bit of a wrench into your trip. Well, they didn't compensate Gina. And the reason that she stayed there was for Epcot and Magic Kingdom. And they didn't... They, they've been having clothes for how long? That, but that's, never that's a known thing. Like when you book now, you know that you, that's not going to be open. Right. You're, you're right. But I just mean, 
there should be some compensation for that just because they're advertising that this is why you want to stay here, but you can't right now. And they're not even talking about reopening it anytime soon. I haven't even heard rumors. What percentage of people staying at the Contemporary were going to Magic Kingdom on Friday afternoon versus one of the other three parks? How do you, you know, how do you decide who is and who isn't? And I guess we do have park passes now. So yeah, you have know. park reservations. But, um... I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here, but so do they have to ride a? Do they have to ride a bus from yes. the Contemporary to the Magic Kingdom? Yes. Oh, that's what they did the rest of that night, like from about five o'clock on until the park closed. That's what if they wanted to go to Magic Kingdom, they had to ride a bus from the Contemporary to the bus oh stop. Oh my gosh, that would be so frustrating. And they don't even have a bus stop for them, so I was wondering how was that handled, but. I guess that wasn't my problem. Well, and would you just not know? Like, you'd probably just start walking home until all of a sudden, like, oh, sorry, closed. Park's closed. Moose out French and Georgia. Just kidding. <laughs> weird. Weird, weird. Um, so here are a couple of updates from Orlando. Last week, we told you that refurbishment work on the Polynesian was in full force. Well, this week, guests reported that the monorail... Speaking of monorail, um, at the Polynesian looks closer to completion. It seems that the cast members working on the monorail station have been working really hard as the tentative reopening is July, and that is getting closer and closer. For the first time in a long time, guests saw cast members bringing stuff in and out of the Tron building in Magic Kingdom. For a while, guests have been watching work on the exterior of Tron Ride, but now it looks like they're back on working on the interior and the um, the supports have been removed from Tron, which tells us that they are getting closer and closer to finishing um, that ride. No word from Disney as an opening date yet, but we're hoping for 2022. And the listeners cannot see Sarah or Margie, <laughs> we but they clapping. were both clapping when you said that. Yes. It was so good to hear um, COVID stopped a lot of a lot of progress in construction all throughout the parks. And to know that this is getting back on track is huge. And I know there's lots of other um, podcasters, bloggers, um, Disney enthusiasts out there that are keeping a close eye on this one. Um, people are really looking forward to it. I think it's just going to be huge for the Magic Kingdom. It's going to be such a big draw. And think about you know oh we might get on to big thunder a little faster or seven dwarves a little or faster now everyone's gonna be headed to tron we may not be able to ride tron yes but... <laughs> right <laughs> you can ride the other one else. yes i would say actually that's one of my um like i'm i'm super excited to ride tron but one of the things i'm looking forward to is the hope that it'll free up space elsewhere in the park too well, didn't they? There isn't there a rumor that they're gonna do um, a virtual queue for Tron? Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. Just like Rise. Yep. Um, and so going back to the Polynesian monorail, how do they get to the Polynesian? Do you walk from the transportation station? Yes, or or Grand Floridian. Or the Oh, so you can get off at the Grand Floridian and then walk to the Polynesian. Yeah, and you can take a bus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But won't Wait. that Polynesian's not open right now? It wasn't. It it's still doing refurbishments. Well, I it's mean, open for DVC people. And oh, okay. it's open for food. 
Yep. Right. It's open oh. for food. This is my concern, Stephanie. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> well, Ohana's not open yet. That's no, but um, Captain Cook's is my favorite counter service in all of Magic, in all of Disney World, and so really? I'm excited to go there. I know. I want to try it because she keeps saying that. I think yeah, that's the first like, time I've I've you guys pulled pork nachos from Captain Cook's is amazing, and then you go and you get your Dole Whip and you get a lay when you walk in, and it's just you feel like you're at the Polynesian. I don't know. I love that resort so much. Me too. And maybe one day I'll be as cool as Sarah and stay there. Haven't you stayed there, Sarah? <laughs> yes, she has. I have, but it is not my favorite resort. That honor lies with Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> we need a girls trip where we just go from resort to resort to resort. How <laughs> fun would that be? Stay a night in each resort? Wow, that would be really cool. That'd be very be. cool. Very expensive. Very, very expensive. expensive and very, very cool. Um, <laughs> well, with the announcement of no mask outdoors at Disney World, Disney has closed the relaxation stations. I'm kind of sad about this because I feel like I'm going too late and I'm not going to experience all of the COVID stuff. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> you want to experience pandemic Disney? <laughs> I mean, a part of me did. Like, a part of me wanted to experience it and then experience non-COVID yeah. Disney True. as well. I think my regret is not going right after the parks reopened. Yes. When yes. there were Nobody. zero lines Nobody there. or anything. Yeah. Well, Agreed. the relaxation stations um, are closing down. There were four different relaxation stations at the Magic Kingdom. With Pete's Silly Sideshow being an air-conditioned relaxation station, that one would have been nice. Epcot's have closed as well. And even though we weren't informed about Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, Disney's announcement is all-encompassing. So since guests don't have to wear a mask and food can be eaten on the move, which I am excited about, Disney has disbanded these mask rescuing stations and we are a little sad to see them go. And because it was a nice place to have set locations to have a break from the crazy of the parks and not be so close to others. I will tell you, Margie, I didn't use them when I was there. Okay, that's fine. Did there, you not? Fine. Because no. you like the bubble. We really enjoyed for like an hour. Um, wow. One day there was a nice breeze and we just mm. chilled and looked at the castle and it was wonderful. Yeah. When we're in the parks, it is go, go, yeah. go. And yep. we don't sit. And the only time Relax. we're sitting down is if we're eating at a, you know, lunch. And I mean, I guess the key word there is relaxation station. And we <laughs> ain't relaxing when we go to my relaxing happens while I'm my head is on a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. to like if I'm gonna sit somewhere and relax, I'm gonna sit along the parade route oh, so uh -huh. that I could see different parades go by or different. Yeah. I'm sorry, cavalcades, not parades. Let's call them what they are. <laughs> but well, like that's where honestly, I honestly, I would much rather not have a relaxation station and be able to walk around the parks without my mask on. Yes, than have a relaxation station and have to keep my mask on all the time. I would like to keep both. <laughs> no mask <laughs> and a relaxation station because it was really nice. It was just like a, I don't know. There's no, there's, you have to hunt for a place that's yeah. off on its own if you need like 20 seconds to yourself. 
I, it would have been perfect for you though, Stephanie, when the kids were napping. What's over at Pete Silly Sideshow? Are they gonna like? Well, I don't that's know. That's over what, by Dumbo, right? That's where Mickey and Minnie used to do meet and greets. So I don't know if that's gonna come um, back or not. That would be cool. All right, ladies, are you <gasps> ready? I am. Okay, I'm very ready. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, listeners. Disney announced on Thursday via press release that Hocus Pocus 2 will star the original three witches, Bette Midler as Winifred Sanderson, Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah Sanderson, and Kathy and Jimmy as Mary Sanderson. We knew that these characters were going to be in the movie, but we weren't sure of the scale of their roles. Disney has confirmed the three will play starring roles in the new film alongside three yet-to-be-announced younger stars who, ready for this, accidentally bring the Sanderson sisters back to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wrecking a new kind of havoc on the world. The film was previously thought to be directed by Adam Shankman. However, due to scheduling conflicts with Disenchanted, Shankman has stepped into the executive producer role, and the directorship has gone to Anne Fletcher, director of movies that you might know, The Proposal and 27 Dresses. I love both of those. Shankman had this to say, As heartbroken as I am that I won't be able to direct my friends, Bette, Sarah Jessica, and Kathy in what is sure to be nothing short of a major event for Disney+, Plus, due to scheduling conflicts, I couldn't be more pleased to be handing over the reins to Anne, who has brought so much laughter and joy into people's lives with her previous work. So, I could tell from before, so I know you're excited. Yeah, for real. I am. I And I'm excited that he found somebody that is a well-known director. Mm-hmm. I mean, because again, I you said you like those movies. We love The Proposal and we love 27 Dresses. So I feel like she'll do it justice. I, I think it's 27 dresses, but the proposal is one of my... Oh, my Oh, 27 Lanta. dresses is adorable. Yes. Kaylee Black, Margie has not seen 27 dresses. <laughs> She's, her mouth has just dropped. Wait, let me let me look up 27 dresses, okay? Because okay. maybe I have seen it. And okay, I what about the know. scene from the proposal in the woods? Yes. That... <laughs> I, whenever Betty White. that happens, oh. I cannot stop laughing. I know. We it, were just watching it the other night. Holy moly. Anywho, I'm very excited about that movie. And I'm even more excited, which we just touched on in your little thing, Sarah, was the reason that he can't do it is because he's doing Disenchanted, which I'm so excited. It's Enchanted too. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I am so excited about Disenchanted. So two amazing Yes. sequels getting ready to come out so that's going to be awesome is it I, the same people in disenchanted yeah they as, all agreed to come back oh my gosh enchanted is seriously one of my favorite movies and so i'm so excited but enchanted this. is not on disney plus right uh yeah it is, it is isn't not it? i don't think it is isn't it looked- on disney plus oh she said it might still be on netflix because they had a contract mm. Oh. oh okay we've been looking because like, I I want to watch that with Lucy again like it's so cute and I couldn't figure out where to get it from no it's not the only thing with the word enchanted in it is Beauty and the Beast the Enchanted Christmas 
So, but you guys, Hocus Pocus is seriously one of my all-time favorite Disney movies. We watch it, of course, we watch it every Halloween. There's we watch a, it all the time. And that's yeah, Halloween. and there's such <laughs> not a cool seasonal following <laughs> with it. Like people are so excited about this second one. It, I, so it would be so much pressure. I well, know. I did that one. There's so students. many good one-liners from, or you know, like. I don't know. Yes. Movie what a glorious morning. Makes me sick. Yes. And I just love like a muck, a muck. Yes. Yes. No, and it's it just is. a bunch of hocus pocus. Yeah. We we are a, a movie quoting family here. So. Well, we are all very excited for it to come out. The Disney college program is back. And I know none of you guys are in college, but I'm so excited about this because I always hoped that Kaylee would get to do it but instead she has a job. So that's fine too. <laughs> so the spring 2020 college program participants that had to go home due to the pandemic were eligible to reapply. Um, the applications open for a limited time for the summer program that's gonna begin in June and in July. And the students are hoping to arrive in August or September. Um, wait a minute, sorry. Students that are hoping to arrive in August and September 2021 can apply, but consideration will depend on their business needs. Um, the program link varies from five months to seven months with departure dates in January of 2022. But every kid, I've never, I don't know if you guys have, the people that we know that have done this program have nothing but great things to say. In fact, our banker did this job and it was before we found out Kaylee had her job and she was thinking about applying because you can do it up until the semester after you graduate. She told us it was good. Kaylee graduated with the guy that told us it was good. There's two or three people from church that have done it. They just, everybody brags about the experience. My husband's sister did it. So there you have you to be in college or you have to have just graduated college? No, you can do it in college, but you can do it as late as graduating and then the next semester. Gotcha. So we weren't sure if Kaylee was going to get a job. And so we were like, well, you should totally, this is the time. If you don't get a job, that's what you should do. But she did. So we know what the plan was plan was for her to have a job i wish i would have known about it in college i would have I totally know. done that over some things that i did <laughs> right writing this one down penciling it in for my kids yeah. when they get that age gosh i would have loved to have done that so this week disney started removing some of the social distancing precautions i'm not sure how i feel about this i i love that they have um loosened up on the mask policies. Again, this is all like people's opinions. Some people love it, some people hate it. Um, that's one of those things of like, yes, breathe a little. It's so hot in Florida, but I I don't, I mean, the plexiglass wasn't a, a downer for me. Like I liked there being a little bit of separation and it made me feel a little safe. So um, some of that's coming down. The bus um, separation screens are being removed. Soren had plexiglass that's being removed from the ride and guests, um, they are still gonna be separated by one seat. Plexiglass is still in the dividers before boarding Soren though, where you're pretty close to each other. Um, the plexiglass dividers and social distancing markers have been removed from the Rise of the Resistance. Um, and then we're just going to go ahead and keep letting you know as more of those changes happening. It's good because it makes it feel like it is getting back to normal. But sometimes you do feel a little bit crowded in those lines. And so I I, I don't know. I didn't mind the plexiglass. Yeah, so, I don't know either. I'm, 
I feel like I'm so comfortable with myself right now as a strong, confident woman, mother, human being that I would not hesitate to turn around and say, hey, you need to back away because I'm not there yet. <laughs> but this, this, is where, this is what COVID has done for Sarah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and the thing we have to remember is in those areas where they're taking that down, the masks are still required. Mm-hmm. That's true. So the, the, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not a little nervous too, Steph. I, I'm right there with you just because of how intense we've been at school. And even when I go to church, they're a little too lax there for me, for my taste. Um, so I, that's what I'm trying to make myself feel better about is these places that we're talking about where they're removing stuff, the masks are still required. I did read a um, post on a Disney thing and somebody was like, I just hope that the plexiglass stays in the line queues because she, she mainly was like, I just get so tired of like accidentally hitting somebody's hand or like tripping on this or doing that because you're like, especially in Pandora, she was talking about flight of passage and where you can like run your hand on the railing if that's the plexiglass is there, you can't do that. But people are run, like putting their hand on the railing on both sides of the queue. So you like run into people or like step on kids' feet that are underneath the railing or all these things. And she's like, I just hope that the plexiglass stays in the queue lines. So I would say even before pandemic, right before the pandemic, January 2020, when I was there with my family, I wouldn't let my kids run their hands along the handrails. I was like, put your hands in your pockets (laughs) or like hold them in front of you. Because, I mean, Disney World is the most visited place on the planet. And people from all over the world come there and they bring their germs with them. I sound like a big germaphobe now. They bring their germs (laughs) with them and it's stuff that we are not used to. It's from other places. They have different things going on there well work on the walt disney world railroad tracks near the coaster continues to pick up steam igniting hope that the work might be complete in time for magic kingdom's 50th anniversary celebration in october now the area near the Fantasyland station has more railroad tracks being laid as well the freshest set of ties and tracks heading toward tomorrowland could be seen this week. There is still much work to be done on the track as it heads towards the Tron ride. We sure hope that the railroad is at the Magic Kingdom for the 50th, and we think Walt would be sad if it wasn't. I agree. Um, How long has it been closed? I mean, I know pandemic kind of put like a... It's been two years. Wow. It closed right after we were there in Christmas of... It might be going longer. I don't think it was open in Christmas 2019. We rode it in 2018, so... And when were you there in the summer? We were there in May of 2018. Okay, so we know it was open then, but it wasn't open when we got there that Christmas because we usually ride it just for a break, for and fun. so you get to see mm-hmm. all the stuff around the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully it will be open. So some more good news here. Slowly but surely, work has continued on the construction of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, this immersive luxury hotel opening next year at Walt Disney World. And sure enough, another small step has come in the form of a permit filed on Friday. 
The permit in question requests permission to install parking lot signs on the property, referred to as Project H. Project H stands for Project Hubble, the hotel's internal code name at Walt Disney Imagineering. Star, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is set to open in 2022 and features a number of luxury features aside from its price tag, including a white glove concierge service and real lightsabers. Um, we're doing the wise, save your pennies if you want to stay, stay here. Right. I, we I don't... are staying there in a heartbeat. We are there. <laughs> Andrew's like, take my money. She's, she's saving her quarters. Oh. All her change is going in a bucket. Anytime we find a penny on the floor, okay, it is going in our trip adventure fund for Star Wars, you guys. We're, we are paying the big bucks and we are staying there. It may that just be two days. The lightsaber sealed the deal for Andy. <laughs> he was like, I have, cause you, that's the only place you're going to be able to get it. Right. Like when it first opens is at the resort and, and we're, we're the star cruiser. And we're just like, no, we're. I thought you, know, you have to stay there. It's like a three night. It's two nights immersive experience. You're oh, not allowed to three. leave. Well, Except I'm sure you can eight. buy a three night, but maybe it's two day, like three day, two night. And that's maybe. why I had three yeah. in my head. And one of the days is at Galaxy's Edge. Right. That's your So you excursion. kind of leave. Yeah. 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 And you get in there before everybody else, because I think that should be part of the deal. Um, and you oh, automatically absolutely. get on rise. <laughs> you have to be like getting up on your structure. Like, Let's see if we can get a boarding pass. <laughs> You should get an automatic boarding pass. Yes, yes you um, should right. for that money. Yeah. So more great news. The three Cavaleros animatronics are back. I know that we were all sad when they installed those three Cavaleros flat panel pieces of wood <laughs> for people to look at. And the saddest part of all is um, one of Kaylee's childhood friends and somebody that I know just left there and they literally installed them like the day after she was at Epcot. Oh no. But we are glad that Donald and Jose and Panchito um, are refurbed and brought back to the ride. In the long term though, Kaylee and the rest of my family would like to see maybe this ride get a Coco theme if they're going to mm. do a refurb on it. Definitely. But until then, we are happy to see our feathered friends back in their places of honor doing a little dance for us before we exit the ride. And I mean, right now, there's only a five-minute wait to get on it. Yeah. So it's always one of those that you just, like, walk right on. Yep. Well, I think because a lot of people don't know it's in there. I don't think they do either. We didn't I didn't know my first time I went. There. I was like, oh, there's a another ride? Like, I thought we did everything there. Yeah, we just went in just to see, like, what was inside. And then we're like, oh, there's a line queue. Oh, let's go on it because there's no line. So... It is a cute ride, though. It is. Well, if they change it to Coco, there will be one. Yes, oh, there yes. Will. <laughs> According to the DVC News, approximately 200 rooms at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa are slated to become Disney Vacation Club Villas. The new villas are scheduled to open in summer of 2022. Booking and sales information will be announced at a later date, as well as the pricing. The Big Pine Key Building will become the host of the Disney Vacation Club, turning its rooms into resort studios that sleep up to five guests. Big Pine Key is on the east side of the main building at the resort, and it faces Seven Seas Lagoon. 
The courtyard pool is right next door as well as the pool's bar. It's also closer to the uh, than the other vacation club rooms to many amenities like the lobby, the restaurants, boat dock, and the path to Magic Kingdom. The new studio will likely be larger than the Grand Floridian's other studios because the existing rooms are 447 square feet instead of 374 square feet um, of the current studios. Wow, that's a little bit of an increase, actually. Yeah, decent, decent size right there. More DVC members. Well, we are going to go and move over to the West Coast, to Disneyland, since it's open. Um, since the reopening, a lot of things have been going on. The Fast Pass distribution machines were totally removed from the recently reopened Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout. Are they doing Fast Passes at all there right now? No. But they okay. literally, like, you know how they're bolted to the ground like they were yeah. at Disney World? Uh-huh. They're MIA. They're not, wow. like, just covered. The whole machine, yeah. gone. Are the other ones covered? At the one ride? Just at that. Well, that's the one where um, they would go to get the Fast Passes. Yeah, yeah. So are the ones, like, outside Soarin' just covered, or have those been removed? They have not released that information yet. Okay. Okay, um, that's just I looked to see if we knew any more, but that, that's the only one that they talked about. We need okay. boots on the ground. We need somebody to get there for us. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, come on. Um, the Disneyland Resort is getting ready to end temperature checks for guests and cast members beginning June 15th, according to the Orange County Register. As of June 15th, California will shift its face covering and physical distancing policies to be in accordance with the recently released CDC guidelines, which say that these measures are mostly unnecessary for fully vaccinated individuals. So they are going to be much better off than Florida was because they had to wear their masks far which longer. Which is like, I'm still super shocked about that California is following <laughs> that. I am too. Whatever to like open anything or do anything and and now they're like yeah okay we'll just we're gonna do it all at once we're i think just they gonna... made some enemies and they're trying to back backpedal well i'm excited for california too that'll be good so the matterhorn bobsleds in disneyland are finally set to reopen to guests on friday july 2nd this should make a very happy fourth of july for anyone visiting the park that day the phased reopening of the Disneyland Resort moves another step forward as the Disneyland Hotel reopens on July 2nd, 2021, with limited capacity. You can make room reservations now for your next memorable vacation. The Fantasy Tower is the part of the resort that will be reopening um, to guests at the start. And I didn't realize that that's how that's broken down, I guess. And I know we... That was part of our training, right? Or is that a separate training? No, that was part of our training. And I don't remember that um, that, that resort was divided into the different lands, just mm -hmm. like the park. Yeah, it's pretty neat little detail. So rumors were going like wildfire this week. You know, we all love a good rumor. We don't know if they're true. I was watching a vlogger last week and I got everybody on this well i don't know about sarah but i know that i got some people on here a little excited maybe sarah because sarah's talked about this 
I heard that the Port of Orleans, Riverside and French Quarter were gonna open on July 31st. That is not on Disney's calendar. So Disney has not said that it is or it is not true. However, somebody um, else that I was reading said that they heard that you could start booking um, for um, August 1st. Like you could start booking to stay there August 1st, which would make sense that they open on July 31st. But again, all of this is rumor and speculation, friends. So please don't hear that what we're not saying. We are telling you it's a rumor, We, but sometimes rumors come true. Another rumor that was flying around is that the trams will be reopening, which is interesting because I just talked about this last week on the show. I said, yes, okay, we're opening up the parking lot. We're going to have more people there. Are we going to bring back the trams? It's outside. You know, Margie, even I think said it's outside. Mm. Isn't that you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm, at, I'm thinking that one probably is the closest to being true. I don't know about the uh, Port of Orleans. I hope it is true for all those fans out there that love those two resorts because I know that they are well loved. But well, I need the Port of Orleans open because I found out just recently that that's the only place to get the Mickey beignets on Disney World property. And why are they taking that away from us? <laughs> like, I have never had a Mickey beignet, and I was so looking forward to having one on this trip when I didn't have children to eat the majority of it. <laughs> or you can just eat all it all it. yourself. <laughs> And then I find out that the only place to get it is the Port of of Orleans. And I'm like, oh, man. I didn't know they made Mickey-shaped ones. Kaylee just gets the beignets in the French Pavilion. Oh, yeah. they may. Oh, maybe they have the Mickey ones. No, they just have regular ones They're regular, but they still tasted good. Okay, well, maybe I'll just have to settle. It is not showing that you can book. So somebody started that rumor, and it flew like wildfire. People are just excited for that resort to open back up. I'm excited. Well, there need to be more moderate. Moderate. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And the they the one thing that's really good about that moderate is they have that fifth sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yes. At a moderate price. All right, I've got two more quick announcements before we move along to something different. First <gasps> of all, we have Disney that announced this week that the Skyliner is going to be closed. January 23rd through the 28th. Is this your trip, Sarah? No. Yes. That is also the trip that I just booked for this family that's taking their kids for the first time. Yeah. Did you tell them? I'm going to, I think I need to tell them. Yes. I don't know if they'll change it, but I need, I think I need to tell them. So our trip is the 21st through the 30th, I think. So it just, we could get on it. We just want to ride it just to experience it. Um, since we'll be staying at Wilderness Lodge, but we'll, it won't be on the, our rest day, which is what we were planning to do. So we'll have to maybe do it on the day we get there or after leaving the, you know, leave Hollywood Studios one day and try it out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure try it out. Try so much fun. I would plan like Epcot or something your first yeah. day or your last day because then you it doesn't open till 11. So you could kind of casually mm-hmm. go to the resort to walk around one of the resorts and then get on the Skyliner and take it over to Epcot, you know, starting at like 10. Um, and then you don't waste too much. Yeah, take a bus from um, the Wilderness to Hollywood Studios and then take the Friendship Boat yep. to the back mm-hmm. of Epcot. 
And then mm -hmm. that those are two or three forms of transportation for fun. Yeah. That's what that's a good challenge. Like take all forms of transportation. We do that every time. In one day. Oh, one day? No. <laughs> no, we don't do that in one day. But we no, try to make sure we it's a challenge. We're that's, setting, a challenge. that's a challenge for you, Margie. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm like trying to like figure this out. But no, not like every boat. Like you don't need to go on, but like go on a boat, go on a monorail, go on a Skyliner, go on a bus. Any ones that I'm missing? No, I don't think so. Monorail. Yeah. No, I said monorail. And oh, if I didn't. The Ep, if the Epcot monorail was open right now, it'd be you could do all of that from Epcot. It actually would not be very hard. True. So I just found out that the um, Big Thunder Mount Railroad Mountain, however you say that ride, that's closed for refurbishment when I'm there in June. Aww. That's <sighs> okay. So one more while we're on that downer of things closing and um, we've got one more sad piece of information and that's that magic band prices have mm -hmm. gone up. Before you could get a mad if you were staying on Disney property, you could get a magic band for five dollars. And that was already kind of a bummer because they used to be free. It was right. included. So then they raised it that like, okay, if you're on property, five dollars is the price you're going to pay for a colored magic band. And then there were some ten dollar options and fifteen dollar options, but it was cheaper than if you just went to the you know, Disney store and, and bought a magic band. So they're discounted. And now it has increased that even the colored, the plain colored magic bands are $10. So they just doubled it. How do you guys feel about that? That's a bummer. I mean, they can't be more than, I bet they cost like 75 cents to make each one of those things. I don't really, know. Really? It's got was... like computer pieces in it. But okay, like, maybe a dollar fifty. But <laughs> I was just sad because shocked. I was using that as my gift to my clients. And so now that could get really pricey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially depending on how many people are going. Well, the, I already put that in the thing for my group of six, so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I've said that to people as well that I've booked. And I'm like, oh, well, they didn't give us a heads up. Like, it was just, you know, you yeah. got on there one day and holy cow, the prices just went up. So. But I'm just like, why? Because, I mean, a lot of people aren't even using the Magic Bands. Do you think that's why they're raising the price? Nope, not. I love Magic Bands. Because that makes me not want to use a Magic Band. Because I was like, I'm for sure going to use a Magic Band. Because one, I already have some. Two, you know, like $5, that's nothing. Or like some of them you can get for $10. Like some of the cool ones. If you're staying on resort. But like... I don't know. Now I'm like, well, maybe I'll just use my phone. That I don't know. It does. I mean, it, it was so fun to, if you were flying, get to MCO, you yep. get off your plane. It's like, okay, everybody gather around mom, open my backpack and we grab, you know, grab everybody's magic bands out. Okay, here's yours, here's yours, here's yours. And then go get on the Magical Express and it's all gone going away and i'm also upset that i didn't order magic bands last week when they were still five dollars <laughs> i know a lot no, of people like, if you gave me a heads up i would have ordered them <laughs> i would have like, i almost ordered 
Well, I almost ordered the trip, but it was January, like Sarah's. And I'm like, what if they back out? And then I bought these. So I waited and now I'm kicking myself. Well, and yeah, that's sad. Disney, what are you doing? Let's go to something happy. Okay. Let's let's sing it all together. Ready? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> food, glorious food. Okay. I would say let's all sing it together, but we might have all started on a different note. And well, that, and but last week we sang something and it was all lined up and it was pretty scary. Oh. If you listen to last week's show. But there was a part I where Oh, I haven't listened to last week's show. I was supposed to be on it and then I couldn't be on it. And <laughs> I'm bitter. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Well, we have all been waiting for the return of the Disney dining plan. Lord, please. And wondering if it will return and what it will look like. Well, this week, Disney released its flagship UK discount for 2022, a 50th anniversary package deal that offers an up to $950 dining credit during a two-week trip and more. Guests eligible for this promotion have to be a resident of the UK, Ireland, or the European Union and book a full price Walt Disney World hotel and ticket package for a minimum of five nights and maximum of 21 nights. Imagine yes. that. Talk Can about I that kind of trip. be a friend of the person <laughs> who is booking a 21 night stay at a Disney resort? If you're coming from another continent, and you have nice vacation policies that a right. lot of these European Oh, that is true. Do, that is true. Then you can do these things, unlike the poor Americans <laughs> well, that no, okay, work, so work, 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 and don't have dream, time to take vacation. We may be able to do it here in the future is to go down to Disney for 30 days, like for a month. My husband works from home, so he works remotely, so he could totally work down there. But we would not be staying at a Disney resort. Right. We would be staying at an Airbnb for right. like 50 bucks a night kind of thing. So I'm just like, I love that they even had to have a maximum, like, like <laughs> maximum 21 nights. Like you can't go any more than 21 nights. Okay. You have to travel between January 1st, 2022 through April 2nd, 2022, and April 24th, 2022, to September 24th, 2022, November 13th to 17th, 2022, or December 9th to the 18th of 2022. Deals must be booked by August 3rd of 2021. So basically so not wait. Christmas and not spring break. Yeah, but wait, there's more because we all have a part of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. This thing goes on forever. <laughs> so, as part of this offer, you can take advantage of Walt Disney World's 14-day ultimate ticket for the price of a 7-day ticket, which includes Memory Maker. Y'all, I'm feeling a little um, jealous. I don't. I was gonna say totally <laughs> jealous. Right That's now. what Gina said, but <laughs> she also said keep in mind that it's it says at the full price of Walt Disney World Hotel. If that makes yes. you feel any better. Guest booking Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary deal with a qualifying package will also receive a $200 Disney gift card. On top of that, those booking at Tier 2 and Tier 3 resorts will get a special World's Most Magical Celebration gift basket. Gosh. Yes. 
tell me about it. So here's the list of eligible resorts grouped by tier. Tier 3 is where we'll start. So as you can imagine, these are our deluxe category. Disney's Contemporary Resort, Polynesian Village Resort, Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Yacht Club Resort, Animal Kingdom Villas, Kidani Village, Beach Club, Beach Club Villas, Boardwalk Inn, Boardwalk Villas, Old Key West Resort, Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, Copper Creek Villas, and Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and Riviera Resort. And you will get up to a $950 dining credit. Dining credit. Yes. So the tier two resorts are Disney's Art of Animation, Family Suites only, the Caribbean Beach Resort, the Coronado Springs Resort, Fort Wilderness Resort. Those people on tier two will get up to $850 in dining credits. But just the cabins at the Disney's Fort Wilderness. Yes, I apologize. Yes. Then tier one resorts are Pop Century and All-Star Movies. At this time, the other ones aren't open. They will get a credit of up to $500 in dining credits. Um, I'm sure this is a way to grab everybody's attention, but there's actually a set way to calculate the amount of dining credit that you're going to receive. Mm, okay. So tier one re uh, resorts receive a Disney dining credit in the amount of $36 per room for each night. Tier two resorts receive a Disney dining credit for the amount of $61 per room for each night. Tier one resorts receive a Disney dining credit for the amount of six, or excuse me, yeah, of $68 per room for, per night. So that's why when you stay there the 21 days, that's where you have the possible uh, $950 credits in those tier one rooms. Disney dining credits are rounded to the nearest 10. So five days in the minimum for this promotion, 14 days is not the maximum, however, Guests who wish to book a stay exceeding 14 consecutive nights will be able to benefit from the Disney dining credit applicable to the 14 night stay. And um, the person that was I was watching said, so would it be better if you did a split stay? Because if you did a split stay, then it starts mm -hmm. over again mm -hmm. and you'd be able to work the system a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that's not nearly as good as the dining plan, but that's just my opinion. And Stephanie's gonna wrap us up on this. All right, we're gonna go back to that celebration basket. If you UK guests um, book this Walt Disney World 50th anniversary package, including a stay at one of the participating moderate or deluxe resorts by July 17th of this year, they're gonna receive the celebration back basket. The celebration basket contains two 50th celebration lanyards with medallions, two black Mickey ear hats, two castle water bottles, a Mickey insulated cooler bag, and a selection of snacks, including a bag from um, Chippendale Snacks Co., bag of Goofy's Candy Co., a bag of Cheetos, bag of Doritos, bag of Lay's potato chips, and a bag of Smart Popcorn. Now, our question is, is this really a good deal or are guests really paying for everything in the end? What do you think? Oh, you're paying for it, but... It's nice to get stuff. <laughs> it sounds good when they tell you it's free. Yeah. Um, let's go to food food. Let's go talk about real food. Okay, Everglades Donuts at Disney Springs has added a few new donuts this week. They have a new s'mores donut, and it is a donut topped with chocolate, cream filling, a toasted marshmallow, and crushed golden grams. The second donut is a butterscotch caramel donut, 
It is a donut topped with caramel, butterscotch chips, whipped topping, and caramel corn. And the third donut is for Nutella lovers, AKA Margie. It is a Nutella Boston cream donut, which is their Boston cream donut topped with a Nutella top. Yes, yes. That one is the best out of the three for me. That's funny. I would agree with you. I don't know. I hail from the land of Krispy Kreme donuts. And I just, I love just the simple glazed donut. Hot. Yeah, if you get them hot from there, it's like air. Yeah, so good. 200 calorie air. (laughs) (laughs) Disney's Boardwalk got a new ice cream shop. If you remember, Ample Hills used to be on the boardwalk. However, Ample Hills went bankrupt during the pandemic. Uh, Sorry about that, Ample Hills. The new shop is called the Boardwalk Ice Cream Parlor, and the menu was inspired by beaches and cream. There are eight flavors of ice cream, plus a no-sugar vanilla chocolate swirl option. They also have a variety of ice cream sundaes to choose from, as well as seven topping choices. Now... I have not been to many ice cream places that only offer eight flavors of ice cream. I thought that was interesting, too. But it's a really small place. So I didn't know if that's why. I don't know. I've been to, like, the frozen yogurt places. You know, like the serve-yourself frozen yogurt that only have, like, eight flavors, but not ice cream. Really? The frozen yogurt places we go to have, like, a whole wall. And it's, like, 20 different flavors you can choose from. I think the one that I went to, um, we have one here that's a dollar on Wednesdays for a waffle cone. We're going like every Wednesday. It's so good. It is so good. I think it's because an ice cream place opened up close to us about, I don't know, a year ago or more. Who knows? I'm lost in pandemic time. But um, yeah, we've been getting ice cream, which is not the but very tasty. So we're on to the merch news. We're done with food for right now. So a Patriotic clothing line was released this week with Memorial Day and 4th of July coming up. Disney has some red, white, and blue clothes for everybody. First up, they have a star-spangled Mickey t-shirt, which is actually a red t-shirt. And the shirt and the artwork are distressed with Mickey winking on the shirt. And above his head, it says star-spangled. And then there are Americana sweat shorts, which I didn't know were coming back. Those were a thing when I was younger. Um, they're made from sweatsuit material, but they're shorts. They're a distressed blue with white stars and white Mickey heads all over them. There's an American sweatshirt that goes with that, which in 90 degree weather, I'm not sure you're going to want to wear the sweatshirt, but I remember doing that when I was in high school and thinking it was really oh, cool. Yeah. You're so cool. Shorts yeah. with a sweater? Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Um, and you can even wear your sweatshirt with your sweat shorts. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. If you love Crocs, they have some tie-dyed red, white, and blue Crocs available for purchase. There is a gray distress t-shirt. I'm sensing that distress is the big thing this season. Um, this is for youth, and it has a red, white, and blue Mickey silhouette on the shirt. So the Mickey is actually a flag kind of thing. For your little princess, there is a royal blue shirt that has red inserts on the side that have white stamp stars and Mickey heads with a flag of Mickey on the front. Then there's a plain white sweatshirt with America and navy blue and Mickey underneath. And lastly, there is a white and light blue blotched shirt. It's not really 
tie-dyed, it literally looks like they just blotched the paint in different spots. Mickey Mouse is written in red above a flag head of Mickey Mouse. So the head of Mickey looks like a flag. I love all of this Memorial Day merchandise. I know, it was very cute. A brand new Kate Spade Alice in Wonderland collection has been released. There is a medium-sized, a black Cheshire chat backpack, a Cheshire chat zip-around duo of pink colors, Continental Wallet, an Alice in Wonderland cross body bag with Alice when she was small and the white rabbit on the back, an Alice in Wonderland tote with the same design as the crossbody bag. There is a light blue, black and white checkered Kate Spade New York Alice in Wonderland bifold wallet and Alice accents um, the front of that wallet. If you like a smaller purse to carry, there's an Alice in Wonderland wristlet available. Like the bifold wallet, the wristlet is in light blue and has the black and white checkered accent by Alice. If we still haven't found a bag for you that might sound good, how about an Alice in Wonderland bottle crossbody bag? This 3D crossbody showing off Alice in the bottle is sure to be an eye catcher. Inside the bottle, there's a small triangular pouch with Alice on the front. On the side, there's a tag that brings Kate Spade, New York's style, and Wonderland's colors together. This collection can be found in Uptown Jewelers at the Magic Kingdom. So when I first saw that, I was like, what in the world? But it's like that little bottle where she drink something or something where it says drink me only it's a purse um so if that makes more sense to you guys i was picturing it being like a bag that holds your, your yeah your drink <laughs> okay whatever no, the purse is actually like a purse clear. cup holder <laughs> okay it's literally like a clear <laughs> bottle purse well, Disney and Bobble Bar have joined together again to make another beautiful pair of mini ears. Oh, we love our mini ears. The headband is millennial pink. The bow is baby pink and pleated. And the ears are covered with sequins and beads of a variety of sizes. Some of the sequins and beads have hidden Mickeys, super cute. These ears can be found at Fantasy Fair in the Magic Kingdom. Um, the Loki God of Mischief ears are another new pair of ears that that came out this week. <clears throat> the headband is covered in greenish gold material. Gold horns stick out from the front of the headband, and each of the ears features two tones of green divided by a gold sash pattern. On the side of the headband, the word mischievous is embroidered in gold thread and be can be found in the Emporium at the Magic Kingdom. And I thought of you and Sarah when I was looking at those ears because you guys are so excited about Loki. Oh yeah, anything Marvel, I love. So this is exciting. The new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge mini backpack and wallet have rolled into the Droid Depot in Disneyland. The backpack has the Droid Depot logo along with your favorite famous droids on it. The straps and zippers are C-3PO gold. There is also a light-up droid smartphone case wallet. The case features the gold C-3PO gold handle and zipper. The wallet features some favorite droids and it also lights up. Oh, that's It fun. features the Droid Depot logo inside the wallet on the card holder. And it will be great as a holder for newer smartphones. So if you have a flip phone like 
my mom did until recently, it will not fit in there. It needs to be a flat phone. All right, well, thank you, Margie and Sarah, for joining Stephanie and I to give the latest rumors and news. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you just have a question or a comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can click on the agents tab and find one of us, Stephanie, Margie, Sarah, or me, Vicki. You just need to click on our picture. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Sarah and Vicki will be airing the fifth installment of our resort reviews. This week, we'll be talking about wilderness. You don't want to miss it. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventure is out there. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Oh.